Episode 34 of Postponed. It is Wednesday, June 12th, 2019. And how's it going, boys? We're all here. Going great, going great. Sun's out. I love it. Sun's out. Almost summer. We're close. What is it? Two weeks away? Oh, like the official day or whatever? Yeah, official day of summer is like two weeks away. I have no clue. Less than two weeks away. It's a shame, too. We're so close and the world's ending. True. This close? Yeah, I heard 2050. That's no, pretty I st- close. I started building my arc today. Non-stop rain. using plastic. That we need to be the first anti-plastic podcast. We're world. on it. Or we call it dibs. Dibs. I think that yeah, that'll get us on the map. Yeah, I think that gives us our claim. PC, what's going on? What's new with you? What's going on, guys? Um, Have you guys seen Chernobyl yet? Have you guys watched any of it? Uh, yes, I have seen yep. it all. Loved it all. Seen one episode? Seen one episode. Two episodes in. Okay, so we're all, all at different points. Okay. Anthony, you're the farthest. You finish it. I finished it. Yes. Do we need to finish it? Absolutely, you need to finish it. Episode four is not that great. One, two, three, and five are all ten out of ten. Tell what were your thoughts on it? First episode. I've really liked both of them. All right. Very very intense. The acting's really good. Daryl. It's very. What's I love the how they all speak English, but they're in you know not they're in. No, Russia? yeah, they all speak so. British accents. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. What's your uh, thoughts on Chernobyl so far, Daryl? I liked the first episode. I've just been real busy. I haven't been able to get back to it, but I thought it was really good the first episode. All right. Beat us? I don't know. Just, I told you. I didn't, just, I don't know if I was in the right mood for it, man. It just, I don't know. I haven't been drawn back to it yet. Try it again, because I'll tell you what. You know you know how much I love Peaky Blinders, right? Yes. I hated it the first, first episode I watched it. R- that's what. That's yep. the thing. I just don't think I was in the right mood. It was just you know that guy I'm talking about, the guy that slicked back hair, the scientist with the mustache. Oh yeah. Just kept saying the same thing over for an hour. Yeah, he's a scumbag. Which I understand they're building up the the suspense, but, jeez. Yeah. He did not think there was an issue. No. He was. He <laughs> oh, was, no, it was. It was mm-hmm. fine. Not at all. Yeah. He's a. Uh, he obviously is a huge villain. So. But yeah, I like Chernobyl. Glad you brought it and up. And then he has been back. The uh, the first scientist guy, he was never... Or the one who actually works there. Right. Yeah. He, like, vomited, and then they never showed him, at least in the second episode. So I don't know what's if he's passed yeah. away or if he's just... If he no, comes back he, later, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay. I won't tell you. I'll tell you he's he's around. Okay. okay. I won't tell you what, what what's going on with him, though. Also, did you guys see Big Poppy last night? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. I was... Yeah. I right, was freaking wild. I was distraught. Uh, so yeah. not a mug or not a robbery, right? It's got to be no way. That was yeah. a, no way. That was a hit. Yeah, that dude wanted to kill Big Poppy. His head went back and to the left. That's what I saw. <laughs> How could you? Big Poppy seems like the nicest guy. Yeah, I don't. He's uh, one of the things I said is he has to be the king of the Dominican Republic. Like I don't think there's a bigger Dominican person ever. So aren't like half the baseball players from the Dominican Republic? Right, and he's definitely the most popular baseball player of our generation from the Dominican Republic, yeah. I would say. That's true. That's true. A lot of them are uh, from uh, Puerto Rico, too. Yeah. Um, so that was a bold move to try to kill basically the king of the Dominican in, I, w- I was going to say broad daylight, but in the middle of the street at night. Did you see what happened Did to him? The guy? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the shooter? Oh, my God. He He's got smashed. Yeah, they used his head as a soccer ball. Oh, yeah. Literally, yeah. And it's hard to feel bad for that guy, but if he was, like, mentally unstable, you kind of feel a little bad, you know? Like, if he was just a complete nut job, yeah. didn't know what he was doing, do, and then do we know? beat the shit out of him. No, I, I don't no. know. I'm just kind of covering myself. Oh, then he's an idiot. <laughs> then he's a dummy. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely a dummy. I think Poppy's going to flight back to Boston, I saw, so he's yeah. heading back. Yeah. Oh, he's faking it then. Can't be that quick. Oh my! <laughs> I disavow that. Delete it. Edit. Cut. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's up with you, man? Uh went to a Columbus Destroyers game this weekend. Do you know what that is? I no. have no clue. It's uh Absolutely. the new uh, Arena Football League team in Columbus. 
It's like the oh, old Mahoney right. Valley Thunder, but like the big leagues, the big timers. And it was just the play? same thing. Where? At Nationwide. Who, who, like, who would they play? Other, the, is there other? The Arena Football League. So, like, the Philadelphia who, who, who Soul. Who did they play when? Oh, oh okay. when I went, it was the uh, Atlantic City Blackjacks. I think they're new, too, because I never <laughs> oh. heard of them. Dude, it's exactly what that. you would expect. It was the funniest thing I've ever been a part of. I'll tell you what, though. They hit harder than the NFL, but it's it was so funny. So, we yeah, walked they in. they don't care. No. No, not at <laughs> all. Literally, and they're just enclosed. It's unreal. Yeah. But they, uh, the first, so we were, I took my, our, our reoccurring guest, Greg, came with, came with me. Uh-huh. And first thing that was coming in, we're walking down, we're, and I hand the uh, usher my ticket. And I go, uh, sir, do you know where the seat is? I don't know where, where to go from here. He goes, oh, this? I don't care. Do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing he said to me. Handed me back a ticket. Did you get on the, did you get on the glass? Basically, we were like 10 rows up. <laughs> It was yeah. unreal. It was like that's that was the whole night. Their their uh, mascots, even though they're the Columbus Destroyers, their mascots hot dog Wally. He looks like okay. a, yeah he he competes with Gritty a little bit. He he might be on Gritty's level, dude. It's a hot dog that's running around. Looks like he's on cocaine. <laughs> um, another fun fact about the game is whenever someone got hurt, which was very often, every single advertising space in the arena would just be on the Wexner Me- uh, Wexner Medical Center, <laughs> Ohio State Wexner Medical Center. <laughs> that's. <laughs> That sounds problematic. Yeah, big time. Um, and my favorite player was Craig the Leg Peterson. They put him on the. Craig the leg? Yeah, he was I guess the Columbus kicker. Put Is that like a board. poor man's Greg the Leg? I think line? so. I think so. He got wow. one of the balls stuck in the upright, so I was like, oh, this guy's kind of cool. Well, are the uprights skinnier? Yes. Like they are, so, well, they so are. it's like two massive squares of netting, and then right between it, like probably like five yards, uh, maybe like ten yards, is the. Like, where you're supposed to kick it between. Oh, okay. So it's literally, like, probably, like, a sixth of the size of a field goal post. You got to get it in between. Whatever happened to the w- the AFO? Was that what it was? Oh, the one like AAF? A couple months ago? The AAF. AAF? Yeah, they, yeah. Went, they, they just collapsed. Did they even play a game? They played, like, one game? No, I think they got about five or six in. Trent nice. Richardson's the leading rusher in touchdowns in that league. I'm really surprised that that didn't work out better. Like, they had some names, like, at least recognizable names. I just don't think they could. No one went to it or watched it. It's the problem. Well, I know, but why not? I mean, I don't know. I did. Baseball, so man. I, yeah, I don't Gotta I don't be know. baseball. <laughs> yeah, baseball. Gotta too, be. Well, the XFL is coming next year, so that'll work. Vince McMahon just flexed on him. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work either if, if the AAF didn't that's work. That's more of a novelty, though. Like, it's different. Did you see like, the AFL was basically. Was basically the NFL, just bad quality. The yeah, XFL true, is kind of like yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Well, did you see that thirty for thirty on the XFL? No. Oh yeah, it was oh, miserable. That's awesome. Oh, miserable was awesome. I thought. Dude, they're like everyone's star got hurt in the first stupid little scrum or whatever they called it. Oh, that's yeah. Like it was so many things went wrong for him on that first broke night. His femur. Yeah, like the star player of the whole league like broke his femur on the very first play. <laughs> the thing that was, they had like sucks. yeah, their best game of the season. Supposedly it was like their first week. And, like, they were actually getting massive ratings, and more and more people were tuning in, and then it got cut. Like, the cable got cut. And they had to switch over to another game, and, it was like, that final score was, like, 40 to 6. And everyone just stopped watching <laughs> after that. Supposedly, according to that, 30 for 30. I believe it. Yeah. But that's, anyway, that's and then... Why it fa- that's why it failed. Oh, big time. That's the only reason. Yeah. Um, and also, I had a scary moment this weekend where I came home on Friday night at 1.30 a.m. I walk into my room. And there is a Kroger brand um, gummy wrapper on my floor. And it's mm. ripped open. And there's no gummies inside. And then, like, the other little piece they ripped is also on the floor. And I don't buy Kroger gummy wrappers. I don't even go to Kroger. My roommate doesn't. And he was at work. So that might need to be the uh, cold cut, cold beer next thing. Because I have That's no idea. freaky. Did, yep. someone, did someone maybe slip it in your sling? <coughs> Uh, I don't think oh. so. Because I saw there were snacks there. Maybe they just thought, hey, I can put my old snacks in it. I mean, yeah, maybe and that was a trash bin. Could be. I don't know. Could be. I mean, I don't think so. Like, I, I have no idea how it got in there. So I Dude, still think someone's crazy. living yeah, in my house. Yeah, everything was still locked. Nothing's missing. I so. wouldn't like that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's been my life so far the past couple of days. That's about but it. But the thing is, all right, well, h- here's to ease your mind a little bit. If somebody was living in your house, they wouldn't be buying their own food they would be eating your food 
True. So I think I think you're okay. True. What if they are buying their own food and then when they get caught, they're like, "But I was buying my own food. At least <laughs> can't get that mad." It's <laughs> paying the utilities. <laughs> I kind of think it was just the landlord. He might be having sexual intercourse in our rooms. Yeah. Like bringing ladies Sorry. back. Sorry. He gives you a good price. <laughs> good price. <laughs> All right, Daryl, what's new with you, bud? Um, I'm going to say something I never thought I'd say. but uh, So I went to another Indians game this weekend uh, with my little brother and my cousins. My cousins, their whole family went there, Yankees fans. And uh, this is what I thought I would never say. The Yankees fans are actually very pleasant. So what? I know, right? Like, I hate them hate my cousins just kidding mm. but they were overall like walking by like they were joking around with me even when it was like a really close game like they were at least the ones i was around maybe it was just small sample size but they were super nice were they but, uh, were they ohio yankee fans or were they new york yankee fans like were they i think they were ohio yankee fans. uh see i think that's where the difference is i think yeah they didn't have accents but yeah, uh probably but i mean just like anything else there's good fans there's good parts and bad parts of true anything, true right? But uh, have you guys ever stood on the bridge that connects the Terrace Club to the parking deck and watched the game? No. I've always wanted no. to. So we did that because my uncle, who's the Yankees fan, like standing up there. So right after the game, they can just go right to the car and like beat the rush. And or at least that's why I assume he does it. And uh, we stood up there. They have, like, rails up there. You can put your drinks and food on. And, like, we were, like, one of, like, or, like, six of, like, maybe 20 people on that whole thing. You had so much room. There was no one bothering you. It was actually really, really cool. And you can just walk right into the Terrace Club and get uh, drinks. Hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was neat. You get, we should try it out next time we go up. Terrace Club is, like, a hidden gem of that place I didn't know about. Until oh, this yeah. You can just go right up in there. Yeah. like that. Uh, what's new with you, uh, tall man? I got two stories I heard over the weekend that I want to tell. Uh, one is funnier than the other, but they're both kind of interesting, and they're both about Frank Sinatra. Charlie, you ever heard of Frank Sinatra? I have not. Please share. Uh, <laughs> so the first story I heard is about, like, this up-and-coming comedian who was, like, opening a show that Frank Sinatra was singing at. And uh, I guess he did his set, or 10-minute set or whatever, and at the end he said, all right, uh, we're going to let Frank Sinatra come and close this one out for us. And I guess Frank Sinatra didn't take too, too well to that kind of uh, disrespect, I guess, saying that he was closing him out, this nobody comedian. And after the show, I guess, like, Frank's guys, like, pulled the, the dude in the dressing room and just roughed him up and said, if you ever disrespect Frank like that ever again, you'll never play another show in your life or something like that. What? Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was an interesting story. And then the other one, uh, someone was telling, as someone was telling that story, uh, they brought the story up about Don Rickles. Do you know who that is? Yes. Those that don't, he's like a comedian from, from Frank Sinatra's era, I guess. And uh, he said the funniest thing he ever did to Frank Sinatra, I guess they were kind of friends, is Don Rickles was eating dinner. He had like a date. And he really wanted to impress his date. So he saw Frank Sinatra sitting like across the table or across the restaurant from him eating dinner with like his friends. So he like got up and pretended like he was going to go to the bathroom and went up to Frank. He's like, hey, Frank, I need a huge favor from you. It would really mean a lot to me uh, if you can come over and say hi to me and just show that like we're friends. Like I know who you are. Kind of like impress my date. Frank was like, oh, all right, I can. I'll do it. I'll do it in 20 minutes. So Rickles goes and sits back down with his girl. Frank comes over 20 minutes later. He's like, oh, hey, Don, nice to see you out. How you doing? And Don Rickles goes, Frank, get the fuck out of here. Can't you see I'm meeting with my girl? <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. That's yeah. fantastic. So I was dying at that story. I wanted to tell it on the pod. That's funny. Ah, good old Frank Sinatra stories. Uh, Charlie, you got anything new? I already went. I was first, man. I do have an addition, though. <gasps> All right, ready? The other side of Yankees fans. My parents went to the games this weekend. Oh, oh boy. Man. Okay. This is it. We needed this. Someone's sitting across. What's up, Derek? I said we needed <laughs> this. This is big. Yeah, yeah. 
I was sitting across. I was like three dudes sitting across from them, and my parents thought they were like mentally handicapped, but they ended up just being so drunk. <laughs> they were like touching the women in front of them that made the like women move. Oh. And then like threw up all over the place. Oh. No. And then one of them peed their pants, and then they got kicked out of the game. <laughs> Holy shnikes, Yeah, they dude. were that drunk. Oh, boy. But that's so your parents caused a big ruckus the in their section. So that's the that's the uh, the opposite of the nice Yankee fans. You're, I don't think they were from Ohio Yankee fans. Did your parents wow. stay in their seats the whole time? Yeah, I think they were far enough away that it didn't, um, like, affect them greatly. They just kind of... Watch the enjoying the show. That's incredible, Joy- <laughs> dude. That's crazy. Yeah, that's some belligerent that's shit. Gross. Do you know if it was like a funny it's- pister pants or like he was just sitting there? <laughs> I don't think so. I think they were. I don't think the opposite of funny. Like he was like falling down the steps and he pissed his pants or nothing. I don't know. They just had to like escort him out and it was just a big scene in their section. I guess my mom was telling me about it today. So hey, they enjoyed the game. That's crazy. Well. Well, there we go. Just like I said, good and bad to everything. So, uh, Chaw, you ready to start the show? Let's do it. All right, topic number one. You own a button, and when you press it, it does something. What does your button do? And this can't, you can't turn the action into a profit. Okay. All right. Yeah, obvious answer would be trillion dollars every time you hit the button. True. Uh, Pedos, what do you got? Mm, the first thing I thought of when I read this question was never have to sleep again. So just automatically. Uh, like, yeah. Was that yours? Did I get you? No. Um, no, you didn't. But I was like very close to picking that. Yeah. One, I was so. like, oh, if I never have to sleep again, I'm cool with that. I really don't enjoy it. So sleep. I guess your button would make you re-energized replenish. or yeah, healthy. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, th- think of all the stuff you could do overnight. Yeah. You know I mean? Oh, yeah. Do you then I can, make, the then I can make money off it. I can start a business and make money off it. <laughs> Do you still uh, have the option to sleep though, if you want? Sure. Nope. Not, not with nope. Oh. Not with my button. This I was my gonna button. say, don't you think you'd go like mentally insane at one point? No. Just from like never. I know you won't be tired. You won't feel tired, but like just being awake all the time. I mean, stuff, it's man. never been done. Who knows? But I feel like if you yeah. adjust to it, but that could be your That's gaming hours, man. Think about it. you could get ten hours of gaming mm-hmm. overnight, and you won't feel tired at all. You get back literally like a third of your life. Yeah. Or True. I should say, yeah, I guess you get it back. Yeah. I don't yeah, hate it. One. I was just asking. No, you hate it. You hate it. You go. You hate it. I don't hate <laughs> you it. You go. <laughs> uh, what do you got, Daryl? My original thought is really like not life changing. I'm just really lazy. Um, I think that every time my laundry basket got full, I would hit it. And somehow something would happen where it does all my laundry and folds it for me. Was there a. M- Invention? Didn't something just come out? Yeah, the patent didn't pass. No, the patent didn't go through. Didn't go through. Oh, is that legit? What? (laughs) Is that a callback? No, it's legit. They just said too many midgets would get injured. Yeah, I got a a call from Cuban not long after that. He decided to go with uh, Cuban cigars after that. All right, I get it. I get it. Yeah, but... Yeah, that's what my button would do. Do my laundry folder for me and just have it in my bedroom waiting for me. I'll put it away. I won't get I won't get greedy. I'll put it away. Just fold it for me, clean it, dry it. Shebang. I think you should get greedy. All right, I'll get greedy. It's going to put it away for me. In yeah. color, order, and by season. Yeah, love it. All right, mine is anytime you hit the button, you immediately go stone cold sober. So, Ooh. Yep. So if you if you're out drinking and you're blacked out just hit the button drive home go wow to bed. yep that's incredible that's that's genius dude where's know, this re- where's this button gonna be located like around your neck or like uh, a life alert kind of like that yeah what i feel if, like you're having a good time and like your buddy's you like, can't hey, find the button yeah no, no, no you're, say, you're or having like a good the time like you're not blacked out yeah you're just getting there having a great time with all your friends and someone just comes around and hits it and then you gotta try <laughs> uh, to catch up <laughs> keep strolling and you'll never get drunk well, well one of the things i was gonna say about the button is also i guess it can only do one thing i was gonna say that it can like if you hit it again you're back to your normal state because my thought would be like you can just drink hit the button drive somewhere Hit the button again, and then you'll be drunk and drink again. You know? No, I think that's genius. 
turn it on and off when you want to drive. I or think you're not even thinking of like the more rest- benefits. Where it's you're like a checkpoint the hangover. button then. Right. Yeah. That was the, my other point is that you can just do it right before you go to bed every night after you drink. Wake up. Oh, dude, with my like, I'd forget to hit it every time and just be super hungover. That's the, <laughs> that's like, oh, the, the issue. button. <laughs> that's the issue is what that if you I, can't be too drunk to forget. What if I'm a great friend and my button, I press before we go out and it works for both of us. Like my button hits your button. <laughs> but yeah, my button would just nullify both of your buttons. That's what my <laughs> button would do. Just nullify both of your buttons. All right. All right, guys. Topic number two. You got to keep one. Chinese or Mexican food? <laughs> <laughs> Until that last word, it got it was a little problematic. <laughs> Chinese or Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> is that plural food food food, food. oh it okay. does say food say okay food. um my all right so i my immediate thought was this was a terrible question because i was like chinese no doubt but then i actually thought about it for a long time and i just totally switched to mexican i think it's a clear choice are you because you chips and salsa uh that was in there but i think i love quesadillas i love fajitas i love tacos i think like the best Mexican food is a million times better than the best Chinese food. Nah, I'm Chinese, no doubt. Really? Yeah. I think so. like I think like mediocre like takeout like Chinese is king. Like eating out for Chinese is the best, but I would rather like I like the actual Mexican dishes more than Chinese. I mean, I just think about it. Like when you go to a Chinese restaurant, we don't order 75% of the menu. There's so much more to explore. I feel like there's so much good food we don't even know out. Like I had <laughs> ducked the one time and it was amazing. It was some of the best yeah. meat I ever had. I don't really s- stray away from sweet yeah, and sour chicken. A, I think there's a reason though that we don't stray away. But I'm also that? on the Chinese train. I'm just oh, saying okay. a lot of it's like freaking gross. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of it's just weird stuff that doesn't taste good. I, I, th- uh, I think I could eat Chinese. See that I just. No, I'm on. The ch- I'm with you. I'm on the Chinese train. Get rid of Mexican. That's right. Funny. I'm thinking of the bathroom situation. Think mm. of eating Chinese for a week or Mexican for a week. Which one's gonna hurt worse? I think Mexican. Mexican. Yeah, definitely think Mexican. Well, you don't have to get Mexican hot though. Oh no, but just think of beans. It's all all of its beans, and beans, yeah. <laughs> and more beans, and beans and cheese and beans. <laughs> But, like, Anthony kind of made a good point saying about the takeout thing. Like, if you got rid of – I guess I'm assuming – I kind of took this as you have to eat it every day. I know that's not what it is. But you don't really get Mexican takeout, you know? Mm, Not really. It's kind of one-dimensional. If you do, it's probably terrible. Well, Taco Bell's included. I don't know if you're including that or not. You're counting Taco Bell as Mexican? Yeah. I would say, yeah. Absolutely. A taco's Mexican food. Chipotle. Chipotle. Pizza Hut's Italian. (laughs) (laughs) The best Italian. Classic. Chaw, what are you picking? I think I know the answer. I think it's clear, but... It's clear. I, I wouldn't say it's clear. I no, think I'd have to go with Chinese it's food, It's clear. Though. It's clear. It's also just sweet and sour chicken, so it's not <laughs> It's not even really Chinese food. It's just... I mean, I, I, was, could eat, I, I could eat teriyaki sauce with anything. That's my thing. And yeah. I love teriyaki sauce. It's super and close, because I love and making enchiladas and quesadillas, too. It's It's very close. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, you're like the biggest Panda Express fan I know, but also you make quesadillas every other day. I threw up Panda Express once. Every day. Hey, don't sleep (laughs) on Mark Puss. Thank you. (laughs) All right, guys. Last topic of the day. If your sheets had been made of deli meats, (laughs) what meat would you want them made of? Whose question was this? Did Tall you think idiot. of this on your own, Daryl? What? Did you think of this on your own? Would it impress you if you said I did? I'm not sure. I just want to know the answer. Nah, I found it online. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but I have a good answer for it if you want me to start. Uh, I hope it's not my answer. But it's go probably ahead. your answer because you're a smart kid. Okay. The correct answer, there's only one answer, and it's turkey. Uh, that's not my answer. You know why it's turkey? White meat. Sure. But another reason is because it has tryptophan in it, and it'll help you sleep. Hmm. Ah. Take a little nibble before you go to bed, you're out. <laughs> You'll never wake nib. up, though. A little nib. Just a little nib. Are we assuming that it stays fresh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You just got to well, keep your room at like 30 degrees. 
<laughs> does it smell though? Like the no, we're oh, gonna yeah. say it doesn't. We're oh, you're it getting the smells. Smell. You're getting the capicol smells. Ooh, the capicol smell would be soothing. All right, well, nice. I picked, I picked bologna. No, that was mine. <laughs> we both I picked think, bologna. Yes, dude. It, doesn't bologna look comfortable? I might. It looks I very soft. Yeah, but it's yes. wet. I just enjoy mystery, like spots hey. and mystery items in my bed. And bologna is definitely the biggest <laughs> mystery gets meat there is. When you leave it out, though, I guess all meat does, though. I was gonna say I didn't I know. Guess bologna. All I guess all I've never eaten bologna, but what? I, I've never eaten bologna. Are you serious? Well, wow, you must. You're stuck up, bro. I got bologna from UDF one time. It was not good. Yeah, don't, do, <laughs> don't do that. It was not good. Well, I guess bologna's bologna. bologna from UDF. Because I needed lunch meat. <laughs> that's the closest. Yeah, I, that, that, that's that's a great yeah point. I really don't think there's superior bologna. You're right. It's all trash. Point. It's good. Yeah. Good trash. Well, Daryl, think of it this way. If you're nipping at your sheets, you're going to have to buy a lot of sheets. And turkey's pretty expensive stuff compared to bologna. True, but the sleep you'll mm. get, you go right to bed, dude. It's like taking a, taking some melatonin, man. A little trip to fam. Yeah, but, I, but you're going to be uncomfortable. Bologna's, yeah. b- bologna's like a hotel pillow. Next time we're together, I'm just going to bring up two pounds of bologna and just slap it all over your skin. I might get salami for lumbar support. Salami? Yeah. yeah cause, or is that pepperoni that's the tough one? Oh, they're both pretty tough, huh? They're both pretty if I, I can get, if I can get like roast beef real thinly sliced, that Ooh. seems See, that's a that soft seems meat. comfy. Yeah, that seems comfy. I might I go corned beef. I might go corned beef for the pillows. When I was doing my extensive research on mm-hmm. this, one of the choices for deli meats was beef tongue. Mm. What do you think about that? That might be a good pillow. What uh, is that? Is it? I have no clue. I'm assuming it's. What do you guys? What do you guys? Real tongue? I don't know. Top of your head, what do you think the softest meat is? Bologna. Bologna? You do? See, I think you made a good point with the roast beef. It's very light. It is. What about if we did roast beef for the summertime blanket, and then like? (laughs) Well, these are sheets. These are your blankets. These are sheets, not blankets. Sheets, blankets, potato, potato. Capricol, Capricol. So roast beef and then bologna <laughs> for the uh, comforter. Yeah. And then, and then tryptophan on the... Yeah. Maybe the, tryptophan, maybe the uh, turkey should be on the pillowcase so you can get a little nibble real close to the head. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now we're thinking. Multi-meat, multi-meat blankets. All right. Let's move on to our fan favorite. Which one do we want to do first here? Cold cuts, cold beers, cold cases. <laughs> All right, guys, are you ready for a new case? Absolutely. Our second case is going to begin and end on November 24th, 1971 with D.B. Cooper. Book him, Dano. (laughs) (laughs) D.B. Coops. So, the story starts, D.B. Cooker, D.B. Cooper, (laughs) sorry. D.P. Does. D.B. Does, exactly. He purchases a one-way ticket from Portland to Seattle. It's going to be on a Boeing 727. So, they get on the plane. What he's wearing is like, he's wearing like dress clothes. He's wearing like loafers. He's got like a suitcase. So, he's, he's rocking like the business casual, you know? Mm-hmm. So, he gets on the plane. He lights a cigarette and orders a bourbon, a bourbon and Coke. Ooh. My kind right? of guy. So, he's, he's, he's just hanging out. Eventually, in the middle of the flight, he hands a note to the flight attendant. Um, and she puts it in her purse. Because she thinks this guy is just trying to hit on her or something. Give her, give him, give her his number. See, that's a problem. And he goes, that's hey, you might want to open that. I have a bomb. So, she opens the note. It says, I have a bomb. And he shows her in, the, in his briefcase. It has a bunch of, like, wires and everything in it. So, it looks like, I mean, it mm. looks like she has, he has a bomb in his suitcase. So she has to take it seriously. So she goes up front, you know, talks to um, the captain and everything. Um, so this is in the middle of their middle of the flight, and he demands two hundred thousand dollars and four parachutes upon when they land in Seattle. So um, 
basically the rest of the flight, he like wasn't nervous, very calm. You know, he ordered a second bourbon. He's just hanging out as they're flying. Everyone um, down at the airport's rushing to get him this two hundred thousand dollars, and uh, and they have to find the parachutes. So I think they go to like um, like a flight school like nearby to get these parachutes and everything. So everyone's rushing. Um, he wanted ten thousand unmarked twenty dollar bills. And when he lands, he rejects the military parachutes and he takes a civilian only. Um, so once Which he gets are, everything, I heard that those were like less. Well, uh, I guess what's the word? I don't know, technical or less reliable. Like the s- civilian ones? Yeah, I think so. I think that was important to some of the theories I read. But okay, go it on. was. It was. That is an important aspect. Um, so I also, there was like, when when they lands and they give him this money and everything, he lets everyone leave, except he keeps like five people on board because he wants to leave immediately. So, I mean, of course, the FBI is trying to like talk to this guy and everything. And he won't like let anyone on the flight or anything. Um, I guess it took like a really long time to refuel. It took him like three times. So he was getting like suspicious because it was taking so long. But I think there was like actually a an, an issue with it. So... Wait, they is were this, down for quite a while. Is this all happening before the flight takes off? The no, there were this happened mid flight is when he told me he had a bomb and everything. Oh, okay. So Portland to Seattle, like middle of the flight is when um so basically at Seattle he wants all of this to happen before he leaves again. So basically he's trying to like pick it up, basically. Got it, got it, okay. Um so he lands, they get him what he asks for, basically. Um, he takes five people back with him and he wants a flight towards Mexico city, I believe was the destination. Um, so when they took off the five planes, like started following him, of course they had people tail him and everything to try to find out where this guy was going. Um, I think they had to like land at Reno before they got to Mexico city was the plan because they had to refuel again. So basically Pretty soon, I think, after this second, the flight he left with the, all the money and the parachutes and everything, heading towards Mexico City, um, he basically told everyone on the plane that wasn't himself, he told them to go to the cockpit. So he, he sh- like, shoot them all up front. And then at some point, he just jumps out of the plane, never to be seen again. So... They don't know exactly like when he jumped because he had everyone go up front. Um, and eventually, just at some point in the flight, he lowered like the aft stairs, which are on the back of the plane. So he he somehow knew knew how to lower those on that specific plane. And he jumped off with, I believe it, it mentioned, um, with two parachutes. And he used one of the parachutes as like, I think, to like hold the money or whatever they gave it to him in. So he I think there was like one parachute left. And eventually when they did get to Reno, no one went out to look for him until they got to Reno to refuel and he was gone. So at some point it mentioned that they could like hear him. You kind of tell when, when he, when he uh, lowered the uh, steps and everything, but it was hard to pinpoint like when exactly he jumped and everything. Um, and it was thought to be like Southeastern Washington. So it wasn't too far after they had taken off towards Mexico city that he jumped and that was it. Never saw him again. Hmm. That th- this is one of the coolest. I would say probably the coolest like outlaw stories I've ever heard. Like a, if he he has an outlaw name. True. I guess the story about that yeah. is that his name was actually Dan Cooper, but somebody in like the news messed it up at some point. So he's just been known as DB Cooper, but that wasn't actually like the name he gave. Um, like on his ticket or anything, or whenever he was, you know, bought his ticket, it was Dan Cooper. He's probably pissed. <laughs> he probably thought long and hard about what his his name was gonna be, and they screwed it up. Dom and Dan Cooper. <laughs> um, so what do you guys think happened? What do you got? You got any? I, I have some questions think? beforehand. Okay. Well, so you I answered one. Answer. You answered one of them with the Mexico City thing, because I thought he was heading. He got to Portland to Seattle, and then just went straight to Mexico City. So that one's answered. Was it a bourbon and a pop, or was it a bourbon with pop? Because that's a lot of liquid to be. I did put pop in there. Well, so it was, a, it was I one think drink. It was like a bourbon and soda. Oh, it okay. was like so a, mi- a mixed drinks. drink. Okay. 
No, it was not two drinks. And another question is, why was the flight attendant carrying her purse? Because that's very unprofessional. <laughs> I've never seen a flight attendant know. have a purse with her. Why were they smoking on board? Because it's the 70s. You were a lot of smoke on board. Yeah, that's true. Well, maybe she's carrying her purse around. I don't I don't know. Maybe she brought it back. I think she was part of it, man. Who carries their purse oh. around? What flight attendant carries their purse around? Oh. So as you were telling the story, I actually came up with a theory that I hadn't thought of before. Um, nobody saw him jump, right? Correct. Nobody on the plane and nobody oh, outside sorry. of the yeah. plane? Go ahead. Sorry, say it. Did anybody, like any of the five planes that were following him, see him jump? No, nobody saw him. I forgot to mention that no one, no one saw him jump. Okay, so that makes me believe he never jumped. That's so. exactly what I was gonna say. He's he hid somewhere in that plane. Yes, because another theory that I read said that he was probably a a Boeing employee, right? Right. Due to the fact that he like knew how to lower the stairs and everything, that yeah. was one of the. Uh, so, theories. He knew like too much about the plane for someone who didn't at least like work for them or yeah, knew a lot about that plane. And I read that they like someone said that they re- recently or, like laid people off in that time, like a bunch of people. Ooh. And that he could have been like pissed off about that, needed money. Um, and if he was a Boeing employee, he could have easily known. Like, have you guys ever seen Inside Man with Denzel Washington? Yeah. Bank robbery movie? Yep. Could have totally done like an inside man type thing where he hid inside the plane, knew like some secret compartment, hid inside with the money, plane landed, he stayed in there for who knows how long, a week, and then just hopped out, walked out of the side of the, the Boeing warehouse. One thing was that I think, I think I read that they searched. I mean, I'm sure they pretty thoroughly searched. I mean, I guess if there was a super secret like spotty found but i'm pretty sure they like when they landed they searched the he, plane another one you guys want to hear another one i didn't mention earlier i was gonna mention it later yeah one piece of evidence is that in 1980 a boy found three packets of the ransom money Ooh. on the ground in like washington or that that area that he jumped he could have found it, it from out, right? Huh? He could have just like chucked it out the stairs, and then I hit. guess yeah I guess, but that was the only money they've ever found that had the serial numbers that he um, that he took that night. Wait, you're telling me they marked, they marked those bills after he specifically asked them not to? Yes, yes they did. Wow, unbelievable. Well, aren't all bills technically marked? Well, I think marking means like write down which ones they gave to him specifically. Oh 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 oh. He specifically asked them not to. And they did anyway. Um, <laughs> what a I rebels. That. I was thinking of uh, Man on Fire by Denzel Washington, not Inside Man. So I've never seen Inside Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Inside Man's a great movie. I'm not going to spoil I kind of spoiled it a little bit, but you should watch it. Cause yeah, it's we'll awesome. check it out. Um, But, Charles, what I was going to say is, even though they searched the plane, this is a wild theory, obviously, but if he was a Boeing employee, he could have built, like, a specific compartment in that specific plane that he knows could have never gotten like uncovered which would That's be pretty true. which would be awesome yeah which it would be. would be an awesome crime this is what the um, 70s yeah so that got to be worth a ton of money now right it was uh 1.1 mil basically wow. back then walked hmm. away with a mil it's not worth yeah, probably so not. A couple things. Um, the seven twenty seven. It's like he knew. Um, he basically knew that that how to control like the airspeed and the aft stairs could be lowered during the flight, which I guess you could only know if you work there, basically. Okay. So that's why they think he um, he worked he worked for Boeing or knew you know a lot about it. And the other one was um, a lot of people think he's knowledgeable about or thought he was knowledgeable about like aircraft and technique of like, like a paratrooper or something. Mm-hmm. Um, because well, he demanded the four parachutes and there's one thing they noticed about why that they changed that thought that he was a paratrooper. They thought eventually ended up thinking that he didn't know anything about what he was doing in the jumping aspect. 
was because he took a faulty um, parachute, one that was for like training only, and it said it on there, but he didn't notice that. So that's why they think, which might go with the theory of him hiding, because maybe he didn't know much about parachutes. So he hid Ooh. in the aircraft. Oh, uh, dude, I think did, I think we're two for two on solving these, but go on, Daryl. <laughs> did, did the plane, when it went to Reno... Did the, you said they unloaded the the hostages? They just left because they they searched the plane and they just did like, it. Then go to dog. Mexico City. I doubt it. I'm confused on the timeline of so it went from Portland to Seattle and landed. Yes, and that's and when what? he got the money. And they didn't like they let him take off after that. Yeah. Why? Because he had a bomb. Who said he had a bomb? Wait, did he fly the plane? No. Uh, see, that makes... I feel like that's a bad call. That they didn't just, like, rush him? That somebody just, like, just didn't say no. Yeah, no one said no. It looks like they just gave it to him. Yeah, why didn't they just, like, clear the plane and then, like, clear the area and say, all right, blow yourself up. We're not taking off. Yeah, but I guess... There's a lot of people at the airport, I'm sure, that would die from that, though. I don't think you can clear the whole airport. Also, the pilot that flew the plane would have died, so he would have to uh, take. That's one only one guy, you know. Yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. Uh, who knows what I would have done in that situation? Um, another thing I read, which is an interesting theory, is that he faked. He faked his jump, or jumped, way earlier or later, than people thought. So everyone's looking in the wrong area. Like maybe like he he, he made noise like he was opening the steps yeah. but then didn't jump. Yeah, something huh. like that. That would be an interesting. The one thing they did, it, it, I mean, this is day before Thanksgiving in Seattle, so I'm sure there was also a bunch of water around. So I mean, oh. if he actually did jump, he was wearing like loafers. So I mean, <laughs> if he jumped, he might have just died. <laughs> it was just 15 <laughs> degrees. It said. It was the day before Thanksgiving. He was hanging out with all his high school friends. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last thing I have written down is, did you read the theory that people think he was the Zodiac Killer? No. Are you serious? Yeah. So I guess one, I think the first reason is that like they look like identical, like the sketch of db cooper and the zodiac killer but also like the zodiac killers murders happened like two years leading up to like one month before this 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 thing went on uh i haven't i didn't get a chance to dig too much into it because i just found it out like a couple minutes before recording but that's a wild theory what if it was did he work at all this money now did I don't know. Well, calculate? it's it's not confirmed that that DB Cooper worked at Boeing. That's just a theory as well. Hmm. That would be wild. Can we just admit that it was a lot easier to commit crimes in the seventies? <laughs> it's a lot yes. easier to commit crimes back in the day. Yeah, you can't get away with anything nowadays. Zero. Before forensics, all you had to do was like just run, just wear gloves. <laughs> what do you mean? You Wait, didn't even need to wear gloves. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'm an idiot. What do you say? <laughs> I just con- you, you literally just thing. had to run from the scene and you'd be safe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's not. to do anything. They took all the fun out of it, you know? Yeah. Can't true. get away with Moida now. Can't do anything. Moida. You can't even steal a Snickers bar anymore without going to jail. No. Yeah. Eh, you might be able to steal a Snickers. So what do you, what do you guys think is the most plausible thing? He's dead probably is the most plausible. <laughs> I didn't even think of that until Charles said it, but yeah, I 100% Yeah, most plausible is his shoot didn't go. They gave him faulty shoots and he's dead. But the thing, the thing with the faulty, the faulty shoot, is that if he knew that he was just going to be putting money in one of those shoots, why would he care if one was faulty? First of all, um, and the other thing is, if he died, you would think they would have been able to find his remains by now, unless he landed in water. That's the Great Northwest. There's so much right. forest could up have, there. Could have got eaten by a bear real quick, I guess. Yeah. My thing is, the napkin was pointless then, correct? Because he tried to be secretive about it. Then the dumb flight attendant just put him in purse. He was like, I have a bomb. He literally yeah, just yeah, said it out loud. Did they ever find... Did he take the bomb with him? 
when he jumped? I had so a... the only thing they've ever found was the money, those three packs of money. And then they found a um, two years before that, they found a placard with instructions on lowering aft stairs on a 727 was found by a deer hunter. Oh, that's weird. Right. That was the only two, I think the only two pieces of evidence they've ever actually found from. So no, I don't think they ever found the, because probably. Because if he jumped and died, like that bomb probably would have, if it was real, would have detonated, right? So that would have caused a ruckus. Like if his chute didn't deploy and he landed from that high (laughs) with the bomb and it was an actual bomb, it had to have exploded unless it was a dud. It had to have been it. I, I, maybe he was calling their bluff. It was like, this was just a bunch of wire and stuff in a suitcase. Well, first thought after hearing the, the, the aft stairway instructions being on the ground is that he definitely jumped. But now I'm thinking he definitely didn't jump because of that. He probably didn't want people to know that he had to have instructions on how to do it. So he's like, ah, screw this. Screw and throw this it yeah. get, get rid of the evidence. He stayed in the plane. I, I st- I'm leaning towards he stayed in the plane. I'm leaning towards okay. the idiot broke his neck. Yeah, yeah I'm going to stay in the plane, too. Watch. You guys want to go find that money? Find that cash? Get that money? I'm going to search through every Boeing 727 now. He's still in the Boeing 727. <laughs> Can you imagine you find him? You open up this like little door next to your seat. He's just waving at you. <laughs> what do you guys he think? Was in the, hey, he was in the latrine. They just It just had occupied the whole time, so no one went in. <laughs> Did you guys see this theory that he likes Kroger fruit snacks? Oh, really? Oh, it's pretty so, cool. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. At least closer. he's rich. He might, right, he might be right under our noses. <laughs> At least he's rich. Yeah, I like that. One more tidbit is that the FBI just closed this investigation three years ago. So it was open from 1971 to 2016. Jeez. I actually I remember when it was closed because... That was during a uh, spurt where I was listening to Colin Coward a lot. And I guess he was like obsessed with this case when he was young because it was like literally right happening when he was young. Uh, so he did like made a big deal about it. Mm. So can't believe it. Unsolved forever. Let's solve it, guys. Let's solve it. We'll get out there. All right. Play it out. <laughs> All right, Shaw, I'm going to steal the spotlight from you here. We have a listener question that I want to bring up instead of bringing back one of our first three topics. And this this question is from self-proclaimed Cousin Jack, in parentheses, stupid Cousin Joe's not-so-dumb brother. (laughs) Shots fired. So this, this question was sent in, I think, like a day after we roasted Cousin Joe for asking the, uh, one second video question. Yeah. So I think that's the reference there. But the question is, who's the more underappreciated childhood character, cartoon character? Bulby from Jimmy Neutron or Dinkleberg from Fairly Odd Parents? Tara, what was Bulby's song again? Slap, slap, slap. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. Slap, slap, slap. Clap, clap, clap. Uh Bulby's 100% my answer. I don't think it's close. Yeah, me too. Do you think it's he's not. underappreciated? Yeah. No, yeah. I think, it's, he, was, I think he might Dude, have been the best character in the show. I don't know. Dinkelberg, for what he did for our, for um, our aged kids, he started Trolls, man. He was the tr- original troll. That's why I think he's appreciated. You oh, know. I see. I see. I thought that like when you hear trolling, no one no one will be like, like when was the last time you got trolled and you were like, aha, Dinkelberg. Like, called someone else a Dinkelberg. Probably never. He doesn't get any credit for his accomplishments. But I guess that's not the question, but I guess his legacy lived on. You never say you got Dinkelberg. Right, we should. We should definitely start that. Like, if you, like, troll me, I'll be like, I quit it, Dinkelberg. (laughs) You know? Like, get off my back, Dinkelberg. Like we used to say with Glansberg. Exactly. See, Glansberg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you ever see his kneecaps? Dinkelbergs? Yeah, they're squares. (laughs) Gotta watch your kneecaps on those taters. Yeah, yeah but Bulby. Speaking of Bulby, what are this is a, this could be real. Is there any way that Bulby 
and grittier cousins. Have you seen their I eyes? I think Bowlby grew up to become gritty. Definitely. Oh. It's not a, like, it might be a mask, but his eyes are just his eyes. It's the same. Like no, his eyes I are poking through. I don't think it's a through. mask. Because he was on like 10 alien planets in the movie. True. So he probably just got caught with something. He got infected. And now Which show did you guys like better? Which show do I like better between those two? That's mm-hmm. that's a good question. That's a really good question because there's actually a crossover between the two. So that means, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. <sighs> I think I would go Fairly Odd Parents. I think I would too. Yeah, same. What was this? Jimmy Shane and Sheen Carl. And Carl. Sheen. Are you Sheen. going to finish that croissant? <laughs> so we got two boys. I want my drum solo. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm going with Dinkelberg. Charlie, any thoughts? I think I'd I think I'd have to go Bowlby as underappreciated. Yeah, yeah. Because Dinkelberg, at least you definitely know his name because of the show. Because that was the that was his point of his whole character, basically. Bowlby, yeah. you could forget his name. Yeah, now Bowlby True. only had like three spots on the show too. But Bowlby's been done before too. Like that's that's um, Bobby Boucher's dad. Like spot on. <laughs> like no who doubt about first? it, same person. Who came first? Had to be Bobby Boucher. His dad. Like they talk the same, they look the same. Dad Boucher. Yeah, Dad Boucher. I forget his what's his name, Ricky. I don't remember. I think it's Ricky. He changed it in the show. He changed it to something fancy. It was uh. Don't you guys remember he changed it in the letters? Hmm. Yeah. I gotta think of this. But I, I I appreciate your guys' opinion on Bobby. I can definitely see where you're coming from. Thanks, man. All right. Um, also, I have to mention that uh, Cousin Joe, we missed your question from a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be coming up soon. So look forward to that. All right. Uh, other than that, tell them the social medias, I guess. Twitter at PPDcast and email postponedpod at gmail.com. And Instagram at postponedpod. Uh, we appreciate your love on the socials recently. You guys have been great. Yes, sir. Thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, I am Pascal. Um, Pedos. Um, DB. I mean, Derek Pasqual. <laughs> and I'm Shaw. And this has been postponed. Till next time.